Welcome to the Not On My Watch podcast, where real-life issues facing the family and the church are addressed with bold and uncompromising truth. It's time to reject the mediocrity of the day, live courageously in the face of danger, and declare, Not On My Watch. Here are your hosts, Jeff and Rochelle Ferguson. Welcome to the Not On My Watch uh, podcast. We're Jeff and Rochelle, and we are continuing our series. Took a little break to make an announcement. If you want to check that out, you can. Um, Exciting announcement. But um, we're back on Tech 101, Tech Sense 101, and we're really talking about, I think it's a pretty heavy topic today. Yeah, pretty heavy topic. Usually you say, I'm excited about today's (laughs) podcast. I'm excited about today's episode. I am. I mean, but... I am for how it's going to, I, I really believe, equip people and equip mm-hmm. parents, but you said it exactly right. It's a very heavy topic what we're going to talk about today. Not a fun topic as you wade into the research because you see how this really devastates people's lives. Yes. Yeah, so we're talking um, about pornography today yes. and um, really related, obviously, to technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going we're gonna to talk about some of that. Really, the overarching goal of this podcast is that you, as somebody who cares about the next generation, you as somebody who wants to follow mm-hmm. Jesus, um, really need to be aware of, uh, yeah. I don't know, I guess the prevalence mm-hmm. of how pornography is impacting people, um, the prevalence that it is within different generations Mm -hmm. and wow just even some of the stats but not just understanding it but what to do about it like yeah do we just give up no we never give up okay so that's not watchmen but we gotta we gotta know and be equipped we we cannot uh on anything we can't bury our heads in the sand uh we cannot bury our heads in the sand because what we will be doing is putting ourselves in another generation in jeopardy but you got a minute, so, Jeff. It's like easier. Yeah. It's easier just to pretend like it's not happening or no. that this will never, I mean, seriously, You're right. or You're that right. it will never impact my home or that the world is full of lollipops and rainbows. And except for the fact that in 20 plus years of ministry, you and I have sat across the desk, the table, whatever, from people who are absolutely, absolutely devastated by the effects of this, by the effects yes. of an very uh, unwise use of technology so yeah, sinful sin, absolutely sinful yes, yes. um so I, I think i think we're just going to hit some mm-hmm. stats go and right then yep. and then what do we do about this just so we understand the stats mm-hmm. are not like so that we can be heavy laden by them right. but we've got to have an accurate picture of what's going on um the reality is is that there are a lot of people addicted to pornography yeah a lot of people who are watching it. The average age of exposure for kids is 12 years old. That's hey, average. Uh, that's alarming. So that means there are people that, uh, kids <clears throat> that are being um, engaging in watching pornography younger than 12. Um, and But that's the average age of exposure. And can I, th- this next one, my mind did some, some different things here. So uh, I, I read this statistic, 55% of adults ages... 25 and older believe porn is wrong. At first, I'm like, great, 55% believe it's wrong. That's good. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Do the reverse math. 45% don't think it's an issue or it's fine. Right. And that should, that is a very, I think that's a really, that is scary. So we're basically talking half Mm -hmm. of adults see no issue 
with pornography. Wow. <laughs> okay, so uh, we, this has got to be addressed in the sense yeah. of, uh, I, I know we've got some other stats, mm-hmm. but we've got to go here. Like if we as adults, if we as followers of Christ, if you're yes. watching this, um, you've got to have a right thinking about this. And I know we're mm-hmm. going to get there, mm-hmm. but it is wrong. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, it's wrong. Why is it? Why is it so wrong? I mean, there's so many reasons that we could go into it, but pornography. We yeah, we <laughs> yeah. are. But pornography trains a misogynistic thinking. Mm-hmm. There's no room for misogyny in the body of Christ. Absolutely not. Um, we've got to know that that it, there is no way. Um, it trains it, people to look at uh, people as objects rather than humans. Yes. We dehumanize people when we look at them in this way, the way pornography literally trains our mind to look at people. Right, and it also promotes violence. Yes. Um, there, it, there are study after study. I would encourage you, go do the research. Check out our show notes. There's some there, mm-hmm. but there's even way more that we just literally don't have the time to hit on. That really, you know, you want to know some reasons why our society mm-hmm. is becoming more violent and angry? I bet this is part of the reason is because there is an addiction to pornography and it's training your mind. It's training and for violence. It desensitizes yes. a person to violence. Yeah, and and now here's the thing that's scary. There's most kids don't uh, go out searching mm-hmm. for pornography. They happen upon it. Yeah, they happen upon wow. it through searching for something or various ways. Fifty eight percent of kids just happen upon pornography, um, and 50, close to 50% of parents say that their kids have watched inappropriate videos on YouTube. And, and that's scary because I heard something recently where uh, younger kids are on YouTube simply because they technically, you, you can't have social media at younger ages. So while younger kids aren't on social media, younger kids are on YouTube, which means that probably under that that you know average age is when kids are even maybe being exposed and they're trying to watch a just a regular show and then they're being exposed to pornography that is that is alarming yeah and maybe this is another podcast but youtube is not your babysitter it's not no and in and that's just what's happening though as a lot of times is kids are just being sat in front of youtube so so our premise Mm -hmm. remember that we're coming in here with and you heard this in previous episodes. If you haven't, you can go back and look at it. But our premise that we're coming with is that there is absolutely zero reason for any middle schooler to have a smartphone. Absolutely. Okay, and so the longer that you can be analog in your parenting, the oh. the the longer you have the ability to stave off some of this accidental exposure. Yes. Um, and so we're coming with that premise today. Um, and and. And I think that matters. Yeah. I think it matters that we reiterate that. It, it matters. And the big question that we're going to get to right now is what do we do about this? So here are all the crazy statistics. Here's all the danger, the evil out there. But as parents who care about our children and the next generation, um, we want to give you some, some like, here's what we do about this. And the number right. one thing, uh, you have to have a proper theology. Theology has to lead everything we we do on everything, but but on this as well. It's so important. You yes. hit on it, but it's so important to to not think that this is normal. 
<laughs> um, that you know everyone's gonna do it at some point. This is basically we don't say it, but basically this is a kind of a, a coming of age. This is a rite of passage. People are just gonna do it, and so when they do it, you know then we'll we'll address it. Uh, we we have to understand that not everybody is going to do that. Not everybody has done that. In that this is a sin that didn't originate with the cell phone or technology mm-hmm. or social right, media. Right. Pornography is a sin issue. It's an issue of the heart. So I would just it's say, just been made easier with technology. It's been it's, made absolutely it, but it, easier. But it absolutely was prevalent before. But, but I want to say this. You're watching. Maybe you have an addiction to pornography or you're dealing with this on some level. I, I want to just say this, and that is you can be free from it. There is forgiveness from it. Mm-hmm. And I want to encourage you uh, to renounce this sin. Be free from the addictive grip of pornography and specifically the addiction that comes through pornography and this technology i tell you what there is that i want to say that because no, i think true. people could think man i just it's it's all all hope is lost you can be free from this people have been free from this we have this premise we believe a proper theology of pornography and technology says this this may happen but it doesn't have to be a person's destiny right so now and i want to also jump on that that train with you mm-hmm. that it's the reason why we're so adamant, though, is that we believe that prevention yes. is far easier than intervention. Mm-hmm. And so if you found yourself, you know, in that spot, you've you've been looking at porn. Yes, of course, there is freedom. Yes. But can I tell you, there is so much more freedom if we can protect our kids from this. Oh, absolutely. And that we don't have to have interventions for this, mm-hmm. but we can protect. Not yes. everybody is going to look at porn. Let's stop yes. saying these things. Well, Correct. everybody's going to do it. No, they're not. It's not true. That is a wrong thinking. Yep. That is wrong. <laughs> I just, I really feel that strongly because we can, we unintentionally say, well, we're just always going to sin. Well, well, Jesus, mm-hmm. not Jesus. God says to Cain in Genesis 4, 7, sin is crouching at your door. But what does he say this? You must rule over it. Yeah. In other words, it's crouching at your door, but we can rule over over it. We have the ability to overcome it. Now we know through Jesus Christ. So you're right. We're just not helpless victims of this. Right. And we need to help our kids yes. not become victims of this. Correct. Absolutely. Okay. So this is why we have to have a right theology. Absolutely. 100%. But we also, number two, have to be educated on this. Mm-hmm. That's why we even were talking about some of these yep. statistics. We've got to recognize the dangers of this. This is the number one thing that people are addicted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go look at the, oh, the, the the statistics on this. The prevalence of this is large and in charge, okay? <sighs> um, we, we, we need to know this so that we're not just like, well, this is some problem out there yeah, with a few people or whatnot. Uh, you know, and I would say we have to be well-versed as parents in understanding, not in, in um, having first-hand experience uh, we don't need but we need to be well versed in understanding how technology is disseminating pornography we have to be aware of it we don't have to partake in it but we just have to be aware of it so we know what to instruct our kids and how to train our kids and let them know what to watch out okay for, so. so uh we ha- both kind of have some mm-hmm. stories that we're going to share yeah. just about the prevalence of this and even kind of showing you mm, I don't know the time frame. So do you want to start out with yeah, yourself? Yeah, so I remember I was at sixth grade camp. Uh, I went to a public school, sixth grade camp, went away. And, and I remember it was Like at, an overnight thing. Overnight. It was a whole week. Oh. Yeah, we were gone for a, 
I, I, I'm pretty sure a whole, I mean, se- at least several days. Okay, there you go. Several, several days we were gone. And uh, our counselor, I believe, was like a high school student. Um, so now to me, I was sixth grade high schooler seemed really old. So anyway, um, so there was a cabin of about, I don't know, let's just say 10 or so kids my age, sixth grade. Um, and I remember one night, um, it was several nights, but I remember one day the, the counselor said, Hey, Hey everybody, you know, tonight I, I brought some pornography. I don't know how he said it, but that's just the bottom line. And, you know, so one night I remember I was in the bottom bunk. The, the counselor was directly above me in the top bunk. And that night, all the kids like stepped on my bed. Um, and, and they were looking at the magazines that the counselor brought in. I didn't, I, I, I knew I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do this. And so I was on my bed, laid down. I saw all these, you know, the, the feet around me and I just heard kids like, ooh, and it was, it was just not, it was not good. And they were laughing and the, the counselor who should be the counselor of these was laughing and, and encouraging this with, so sixth grade camp away from home and kids are being exposed to pornography uh, at a school camp. And uh, it, it does kind of highlight the time frame because this is kind of like the analog version <laughs> of you know, in comparison to today, this was very analog. A magazine. Right. Um, you so, know. but we're telling, you know, this is not just a tech issue. Yeah. So this is a sin issue you're right. talking about. Right. Right. Um, and, you know, you found yourself in a situation where you could, you you chose the right thing. Right, right. But the people in charge. Didn't. And, and it would have been very easy for someone like me to say, I, in order to avoid being laughed at. Ridiculed I'm just, just going to do it. So I want to let you know, the, these are some of the situations that maybe your kids are finding themselves are finding in. themselves in. Now on um, the reverse, I'm going to talk a, a story <laughs> that happened to me recently. So I am not in sixth grade. This is not sixth grade. Game. Like I am, I'm an adult. I have, uh, you know, three children and, um, I volunteered to be a chaperone at a, a mixer and, <laughs> This is not a dance because it's middle school. Like nobody dances or they do weird dances, you know, but it's a mixer. So it's more of a social environment. So I'm just there hanging out, wearing my eighties gear. Oh yeah. And uh, that was the theme of the night, but I just happened to be there. You know, I don't know things. I don't even remember what part of the night, but all of a sudden I looked down at my phone and it like beeps, which, okay. You know, or whatever. And Somebody had airdropped me a picture. I didn't know who it was. It was an unknown. And so I just am like, well, what's happening here? Okay. And what had happened is a student had airdropped me a pornographic image. And so this really highlights Mm, the predatory nature of this. And so this was nothing that I was looking for. This was nothing that I wanted. This is not an image I was asking to receive, but it was just literally like message to me Hmm. out of nowhere by somebody who was wanting to share this information. Um, You know, I'm obviously probably to get a rise out of it and to, Mm -hmm. you know, all of these kind of things. Um, And so this is what we're talking about with your students um, that these kind of things, whether yeah. it's an analog or yes. the more digital version of, of even what I encountered, 
that this is happening. And there are people who literally are attempting to do this. They're, they're, I think that's important to know. We have to know. We're not talking about this because we're, we're afraid of, uh, of what our kids are going to do and the evil that they're going to go after. Um, we we are, are also aware that there are, just you said, predators who seek opportunities to take down your children, who seek opportunities to distort the minds of your kids, who seek opportunities to gain entrance into their lives. And, and we know this comes from the enemy. Yes. The enemy uses real life flesh and blood people. Yes. He, he does. He mm-hmm. uses, and, and I, I just think we have to understand, we must be on guard about this. So what do we do? Yeah. Like, so do we just hunker down and, you know, no, uh, that's, again, if you've listened to our podcast yeah. at all, we are not separatists. Yes, no, um, not at all. We, we, we are not that, but here's what we are. We are people who say, you've got to prepare your kids for the world that we live in. Yes. Nobody else is going to do it. Nobody else is going to do it. And so uh, these are conversations Mm -hmm. that need to be intentionally had with your child. Are they uncomfortable? I don't know. They might be for you. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I don't really find a lot of these uncomfortable because we we have them often. Uh, You know, I talk to my kids about what do you do if you come across a website that you didn't intentionally try to go to? What do you do? Mm-hmm. Do you just hide it from me? No, no, let's not hide. Let's let's bring things out into the open. Let's talk about here's what you do. You know, you, yeah. this is, we have these kind of conversations. Of course, there are age appropriate conversations. Like yeah. when you're talking to your five-year-old, you do not need to go into graphic detail. Correct. But yeah. if your five-year-old is going to be using an iPad, yes. if your five-year-old is going to, to get on your phone at any point, or if the if five-year-old has a computer, if they're going to be doing, guess what? They're doing this at school. Mm-hmm. Yep. If your child goes to school, they are using a computer at the age of five. Yes. And can I just say- So you've a, got to prepare As them. a parent, this requires discipline because if your child comes to you and says, mom, dad- I accidentally came upon this image. Can I just say the first instinct may be to, to freak out, not because you're <laughs> mad, but because mad at them, but because you're mad at the world. And can I just say, I think that's a that's a very, we have to discipline ourselves so our kids don't think that if they happen done something, that, that then they that are in trouble. They are in trouble because we want our kids to come and tell us if this is happening. We want our kids to to say, no, I know I can go to mom. I know I can go to dad. And they're not going to freak out at me and be mad at me. But we're going to talk about this. So right. um, So I think that's important to, to maintain some discipline as parents. Because uh, I, I can understand it's myself. Jarring. Yeah. It's jarring. Yeah. And I got to be careful with my, not not to act jarred. <laughs> um, well, and, and, and your kids are going to understand from past conversations yeah if you are open to talking about things yes and this takes even discipline as a parent to say okay i am not going to react mm-hmm. in crazy ways yes, uh, absolutely. you know I, I think it's important to note as well that we are pro finding things mm-hmm. you know like internet filtering yep. all of that but there is no internet filtering that is going to to deal with these issues as a whole um, and, and so it's less about what safety controls you're getting on your computer, although we're not against those, yeah. but it's, it's more about, are you having a line of communication? Are you educating your children? Are you training your mm-hmm. children before they're being even exposed? 
Yeah, I think those things are wise. I think filters are wise. Should I get my kid an iPhone or a Bark phone or what all this phone? But all the while realizing those never replace parents. Mm-hmm. You, you can never replace those. Parents are irreplaceable. AI is not going to replace us. You know, technology is not going to replace us as parents. Right. And so you're right. There's not a filter out there that exists that's going to stop this. We as parents need to be watchmen over our kids. I think it's also the law of first mention. Oh, yes, that's good. The law of first mention matters. Like, where are your kids hearing about something first? Yes. If they're hearing about pornography first Mm -hmm. from the kids at school, then they're thinking, I need to go to the kids at school to talk about this. But if they're hearing about this from their parents, Mm It's the it's like that law of first yeah. mention. Okay, I know I can go to my parents, and so, and again, I think you've like I I'm I'm not diminishing the fact that it might feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Get over it. You're the parent. You're yeah. the big boy and girl. Like you've got to to talk about these issues. And if you're silent on these issues, your kids will go and find information elsewhere. And and this goes back to a value of ours. We want to be the theologians of the family. We want to be the researchers of the family. We want to be the experts who our kids, we realize we're not the, I'm not the smartest person. I'm not going to say, cause you're, you're really smart. (laughs) I'm not the smart, but I I want to be the experts and the researchers and the theologians for Mike. I want to lead our our, our family. We want to lead our family in this, not be reactionary. Yes. So I think what you're saying is so huge there that let's, Let's go out and, and look at what's happening. Let's go out and be researchers, what's out there ourselves, so that we can talk about our kids to this with uh, intelligence, so that we can talk about this, obviously with humility, but with some sort of expertise that yes. we have to offer our kids. Right. So yeah. tough, heavy topic. Yeah. Um, huh. Something that is not, you know, it's really not that fun to talk about, no, no. but the reality is, is this matters. This matters what we open mm-hmm. our yep. our exposure up to and helping protect our kids. Um, a society that, um, yeah, I even, I want to mention this real quick. I mean, people that are not followers of Christ even are recognizing the dangers mm. of pornography. Yeah. Um, and so like even Louisiana recently passed a law that their pornography, Pornographic websites can only be accessed by people who are of a certain age and they have to prove that age. I don't think anybody should be looking at these, but there's the the whole idea that people understand that this is messing with how you think and that kids shouldn't be seeing this. That's at least the right step in the right direction. Well, it tells you that there's at least a little bit of of thinking about Mm -hmm. this. And so the body of Christ should be all the more. Oh, absolutely. Um, And so if you find yourself you know, thinking, well, this is just normal. It is not normal. It's not normal. No, um, not at all. And, and so we've got to think right, have the right theology, have the right perspective, and then and do the right things to help our kids. Absolutely. Go ahead and share this episode with somebody. Go ahead and share it with some people who you feel like can really, um, you know, benefit from it and are equipped by it. I hope this has helped you. Um, so um, we're praying for you. We're praying for you as parents who are grow- who are raising children in this technologically uh, advancing culture. However, man. Regressive as well. <laughs> a lot of things regressing. Yeah. So I hope this has helped you. Um, but we will see you next time right here on the next episode of the Not On My Watch podcast. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Not On My Watch podcast. You are a watchman for this time and hour. Don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you listen. If you haven't already, head on over to our website, www.notonmywatch.co, for more resources from Jeff and Rochelle. 
Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time on the next episode. But until then, keep watchful.